You've been listening to amazing music here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Coming up next, JM Sunday with Matis Weingast here at NahumSiegel.com.
Good morning, everyone, and welcome to JM Sunday right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Matis Weingast, and I'm your host this morning. I am, excuse me, I am your horsey host this morning right here on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network. How are you doing, everyone? Glad you could join us. Glad uh, that we could be here for you. Hope you had a wonderful Shabbos and a wonderful Purim. And uh, a great week this past week. Today it's Purim in Israel, in, in Yerushalayim. And uh, we celebrated Shishan Purim yesterday. Uh, it's, uh, it is um, a very auspicious time. And uh, it's very enjoyable. It is the 16th of Adar. And it's the last day in the month of February, February 28th. If you're studying Dafyomi, it's Pesachim, Tzadi Tess, 99. And uh, temperature outside of our studios right now is 37 degrees, going up to a rainy high of 41 degrees later this afternoon and going down to, actually going up, believe it or not, overnight another 2 degrees to 43. It's a veritable heat wave uh, and raining throughout the night. In Jerusalem right now, it's 58 degrees and partly sunny going down to a low of 44 degrees. Uh, in the second hour, ready 15, I'm going to be joined by uh, author Chaya Passau, who published a book called Letters from Planet Corona. It's a letter she wrote during the, uh, during the corona pandemic, first many months uh, in, uh, in Israel. So she wrote a number of letters. We'll talk about uh, what she wrote, why she wrote it, and... Uh, why it's it's quite very interesting. It's quite interesting. So we'll talk about that book coming up at around eight fifteen. Rabbi Gowasser at seven thirty with morning chizuk, and uh, we expect uh, the news from Israel with Hannah Julian, but we're not sure a hundred percent. So we'll we'll let you know later on. Glad you could all join us again. We're going to start off with eighth day. All you got is the name of the selection. Thanks for joining us right here on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network. You go up to heaven, you climb all those stairs They won't ask you where you wise like Solomon They won't ask you where you strong like Samson They'll ask just one question and you give just one answer It's the end of the game and only one thing matters They'll say, did you give it all you got? Cause in this life you only have what you got so give it, give it, give it all 
give it, give it, give it all you got. If you say it's easy, I'll say it's not. You gotta give it, give it, give it, give it all you got. And if you say it's not for you, I'll say it's your lot. You gotta give it, give it, give it, give it all you got. And if you say you're tired, I'll say tick tock. You gotta give it, give it, give it, give it all you got. And you could put my album on a shelf to write just. Give it, give it, give it, give it all you got. Those tears, you look in the mirror, you face all your fears. Don't be a fool trying to be wise like Solomon. Only the weak try to be strong like Samson. Oh no, oh no. I did what I said, I got no one to blame. Only one thing matters at the end of the game, they'll say, Did you give it all you got? Cause in this life, you only have what you got. So give it, give it, give it.
بشمعون كم دعيتك كم أراعين الجواد أبشمعون كم دعيتك كم أراعين الجواد لا دعيت بليل الأسود أنت أبي وأنا الولد لا دعيت بليل الأسود أنت أبي وأنا الولد لا دعيت بليل الأسود أنت أبي وأنا الولد أباشي معاكم بعوني لا دعيت في زماني أباشي معاكم أباشي معاكم
everybody's crazy without you You're causing all the laughing and the crying So it's to Jerusalem I'm flying It seems to me that I have been this way before But for all those years I couldn't hear you at my door If your walls could speak, tell me what would they say To the millions of people your way Whether a Christian or a Muslim or a Jew Everybody in the end they turn to you Although your world's not void of joy or pain or fears It's been alright with me for the last three thousand years So send me a message or show me a sign Tell me a story in your rhythm or your rhyme Wherever you go walking, you can hear the people talking about Jerusalem, the city for all time. Everybody's crazy about you. And everybody's crazy without you. It's all the spirit you're supplying. So it's to Jerusalem I'm flying. So now I know that I've been this way before And I'd like to cross your path, Jerusalem, once more So send me a message or show me a sign Tell me a story in your rhythm or your rhyme Wherever you go walking, you can hear the people talking about Jerusalem, a city for all time So put Guns away, hold off the war And you'll hit a feeling that you've never felt before How does it feel to be the part you play in history? Jerusalem, you're always on my mind I know you're gonna last for at least 3,000 more So send me a message or show me a sign Tell me a story in your rhythm or your rhyme Wherever you go walking you can hear the people talking about Jerusalem, city for all time So put the guns away, hold off the war And you will hit a feeling that you've never felt
by Jonathan Sheinfeld here on JM Sunday. We'll get to Rabbi Goldwasser in just a moment. Shoresh before that, Gabriel Kahana, Moshav, Ohad, and Eighth Day opened up our show today. I want to say hi to listeners uh, Chaim and uh, listener, uh, this is from the app, and listener uh, Abe's Base, uh, reporting in from Beit Shemesh. Abe's Base is doing it's a sunny day there. And uh, thank you for checking in. Coming up at around 8.15, I'll be joined by author Chaya Passau, who will be uh, discussing, will discuss her book, Letters from Planet Corona. It's a very interesting book, and uh, we'll talk about that. That's about 8.15. Still checking on the news from Israel for 8 o'clock, not sure yet, but Rabbi Goldwasser is here, and uh, at this time... Each and every Sunday through Thursday, we present to you Rabbi Gowasser, Rabbi Gowasser's words, L'zecha Nishmas, Harav Zev, Rabbi Yosef Alevi, and L'zecha Nishmas, Esther, Rabbi Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in the Yalkut Ruveni, as soon as Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Shomayim, Hashem called out, Chava, Chava. Moshe asked him, Ribbona Shalom, why Chava? 
Hashem said, because she was the Aim Kol Chai. She was the mother of all living. Moshe Rabbeinu then asked, if so, why isn't her name Chaya? Hashem answered, because Chava has the same gematria as Aim Kol Chai. Rashi explains that Apostle Umosha Olo Elokim comes to imply that Hashem commanded Moshe Rabbeinu first to give over the Torah, Kosomer Lebeis Yaakov. It refers to the women, the Beis Yaakov, meaning that the Torah should be given first to the women and afterwards to give it to Bnei Yisrael. It's difficult for us to understand, as the Gemara tells us in Kiddushin, Shloshu Shudfin Heimba Adam, there are three partners in the creation of man. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem, Ba'avi Ve'imo, his father and his mother. So how can we understand that the mother is the primary source for all the living? The Zerashimshin comments, she may be the source for a third of the child's life. So why is she the primary source for all the living? The Talmud in Sanhedrin says, Whoever raises an orphan in his house, it is as if he gave him birth. Because women are the one that raise the children, that nurture the children. Adam said that a woman is the primary source of all the living. In this, we can find the reason why Hashem was calling out Chava as Moshe Rabbeinu was approaching to receive the Torah. Hashem Yisbarach was telling us that the Torah was to be given over to the women first. The mother of the future great tzaddik, Reb Nachman of Breslov, as he was about to be born, the mother had already prepared a cup of water. After he was born, immediately she washed his hands, Natilas Yadayim, and every time that he woke from a nap or from sleeping, she would always be very careful to wash his hands, Natilas Yadayim. Perhaps that's the reason that he grew to be a world-famous leader in Tzaddik. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day. I sit in the city, take a pick, a pick a dilly. And these days I'm wondering how you've been Got into inspiration, generated generation And suddenly I'm thinking about you Nick, give me a nickel Jimmy, he give me a dime from your dimension And he say, every time I sing this song Everybody sing along with me Cause every time I sing this song Everybody sing along with me Cause every time I sing the song, everybody sing along with me. So sing along, sing along, sing along, sing along with me. So sing along, sing along, sing along, sing along with me. On the bridge to forever and what I discover. Little ships are sailing beneath it, spinning in the sand. Castles made by man. 
Ain't you tired of that wheel of fortune? I'm numb to your numbers, I'm rid of your riddles. And when the bell rings, I'm deaf to your defeat. 'Cause every time I sing the song, everybody sing along with me. 'Cause every time I sing the song, everybody sing along with me. 'Cause every time I sing the song, everybody sing along with me. Still ringing in my ears when my phone rings. Your voice I hear. This old world can disappear. These little things they do not last. Only your verses from the past. So I will sing your song of choice. That's how I hear your sweetest voice. 'Cause every time I sing the song, everybody sing along with me. Every time I sing the song, everybody sing along with me. So sing along, sing along, sing along, sing along with me. So sing along, sing along, sing along, sing along with me. I'm not afraid. 
Al Kalele here on JM Sunday. That was from Yossi Banai, from Israel's greatest uh, hits from the 80s. Before that, uh, Elion Shemesh, Moshe Shur, Yehuda Dim, Gideon Levine, and the Eighth Day followed Rabbi David Goldwasser. We're, get, we're going to get to the news from Israel with Hannah Julian in just a moment. It's the top of the hour, 8 o'clock in the morning, Eastern Time. Here on uh, JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Radio. A couple of weeks from now, we change the clocks. So we'll be jumping ahead, lose an hour. And uh, yeah, that'll take place in what, two weeks, I think so. Two weeks from now. A uh, reminder in just about 15 minutes, I'll be joined by Chaya Passau, author, teacher, lecturer. We'll be talking about her book, Letters from Planet Corona. It's a very, very good book, and uh, it's quite interesting. We'll talk about some of the uh, items raised in the book, some of the issues, how people are feeling, and uh, how people are getting through this very difficult time that's still ongoing a year later. See a bit of a light at the end of the tunnel, but it's going to take a while. So we will uh, we will talk to her in about 15 minutes. Right now, it's time for our news from Israel. Hannah Julian, Middle East news analyst and the senior correspondent at JewishPress.com, joins us every Sunday morning to bring us up to date on the latest happenings in the state of Israel. Good morning, Hannah Julian. Good morning, Matis. Israeli security officials are in Dubai this morning. They're inspecting the Israeli cargo ship MV Helios Ray. The ship was hit by an explosion in the Gulf of Oman last Thursday. Defense Minister Benny Gantz says that his initial assessment is that Iran was responsible for the blast. Security sources in Jerusalem believe the ship was targeted as part of a plan to avenge the assassination of Iran's chief nuclear scientist last year. U.S. defense officials said there were two holes blown open just above the waterline on both sides of that ship. The vessel managed to reach port in Dubai. All 28 members of the crew are safe. Security officials have warned that Iran may target Israeli maritime interests Blocking imports by sea would cause severe damage to the Israeli economy. Around 90% of Israeli imports and exports reach Israel by sea. Israeli security officials say that Iran has crossed a red line with this attack and there will be an appropriate response. Israel's Environmental Protection Ministry sent a team of investigators to Greece this weekend. The Israelis are checking out a vessel suspected of being responsible for that massive oil spill disaster that has blackened the Mediterranean coast. Tons of sticky black tar are still coming up onto the beaches from the north to the south in Israel. It's believed a ship was responsible for the spill but failed to report it. In addition, a second suspected oil slick has also been spotted about 150 kilometers west of the Israeli coast. That's about 93 miles away. The spot was identified using Air Force drones. 
On the coronavirus front, thousands of Israelis went to the Afo flea market this weekend to party hardy before the start of the Purim night curfew. One woman sang to news reporters, there is no coronavirus. Coronavirus is over. It was, of course, a massive violation of the health ministry's coronavirus guidelines, but many Israelis have simply just had it, and they were determined to have their Purim fun. Health ministry officials said they're expecting infections to rise in response to these violations. They weren't the only ones. Police cracked down on 200 parties this weekend. No one was wearing masks, let alone practicing social distancing. Officials warned that if, if, if infections rise in the coming weeks, Israelis may see another lockdown for Pesach. On the good news front, Israel has just celebrated a vaccine milestone. More than half of the Israeli population, 9.3 million people so far living in Israel, have received at least one shot of the Pfizer vaccine. The health ministry says 4.68 million Israelis have now been vaccinated with that first jab as of last night. And of those, 3.3 Israelis have completed the entire two-shot series and are completely inoculated. And on that cheery note, let's have a quick look now at the weather. We've got some sun and clouds today with brisk temperatures continuing into the evening. Tomorrow, there's a chance of showers in the north and center of the country. Low temperatures in the low and mid 40s, highs in the mid to upper 50s. But right now, beautiful weather, chilly, gorgeous, great weather for a hike or a mangal. Pull out that barbecue. Have a great week, everyone. Stay healthy, stay safe, and happy Shushan Purim for those who are celebrating today in Walled Cities. I'm Hannah Julian for JM Sunday. That's our news from Israel. Thanks, Hannah Julian, and uh, happy Shushan Purim to you, too. We'll see you next week right here on JM Sunday, exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. It's about five minutes after 8 o'clock, after the top of the hour. We'll be joined in about 10 minutes by uh, Chaya Passel. We'll talk about her book, Letters from Planet Corona. Uh, I want to say uh, hi and acknowledge some of the people who have checked in on the app. M.H. Dauber, happy Isru Chag Shushan Purim. Thank you, you too. To a listener, Yaakov, uh, who always checks in with us. Uh, it's fantastic to hear from you. And uh, your request of Pesach Blues will be coming up, actually, uh, later on this morning before hopefully before the end of the show sandy checks in and asks please davin for rifka naomi bas shalamis chana uh for a rufor shalema so rifka naomi bas shalamis chana and uh we appreciate everybody checking in on the app and uh, letting us know how they're doing back to the music and then we'll be up with uh, chaya passau on her new book Letters from Planet Corona. Here is Gershon Varoba with Little David. My daddy told me the story of a little David who stood at just five foot high. I won a rock from a slingshot. 
made old Goliath die. People came from miles around just to shake his hand. You see, it's not the size of the man in the fight, it's the size of the fight in the man. I said, Amen. Oh, hallelujah. The prophets all say it's true. You can do anything on earth, under heaven, that you set your mind to do. I said, Amen. Oh, hallelujah. With heaven as your helping hand. You see, it's not the size of the man and the fight, it's the size of the fight and the man. Here we go now. Jericho was mighty strong with the walls up to the sky. Joshua was up against ten to one. He didn't bat an eye. He blew the ram's horn seven times and circled around the town. And the people of Jericho hit the road as the walls come and tumbling down. I said, Amen. Oh, hallelujah. The prophets all say it's true. You can do anything on earth under heaven that you set your mind to do. I said, I said, amen. Oh, hallelujah. With heaven as your helping hand. You see, it's not the size of the man in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the man. Take it, boys.
פשוט מוצאים קצת שקט ממלחמות. שם לקחנו את הילדים ללא פחד. אוווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווו
and last year after the pandemic began and uh, compiled a book of 70 of these letters called, appropriately, Letters from Planet Corona. Chaya Passau, good morning and welcome to JM Sunday. Hi, Matis, and it's good afternoon here in Yerushalayim, and it is Purim today. Yes, it is. Freilich and Purim. Thank you. <laughs> How is it? Uh, you, you've been in Israel for a good number of years now. You made Ali, I think, what, about uh, 18 years ago? Is that right? Correct. Uh, so uh, how does when you first got there, and even till today, Corona aside, how is the feeling of being in Israel for Purim compared to anywhere else in the world? Oh, it's wonderful. It permeates everything, obviously. Everybody is celebrating Purim. It's in the stores. It's on the streets. And even in Corona, there's a real spirit of Purim around. And, of course, we have something unique, which is the three-day Purim, which only can take place in Yerushalayim and only on certain years. Right. And that is this year. It's one of the rarities. And Megillah reading is today, actually, last night and today. Uh, and, you know, we had no, it on... actually, the Megillah reading was Thursday night and Friday. Oh, okay. On Shabbat, we say Alanisim. And today is the Suda and the Matan and the Mishloamanot. Right, right. See, I'm, I'm mixed up already. <laughs> <laughs> Three days per mixed up. Well, yes. Of course, if absolutely. If you move here, you won't be mixed up. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> good point, good point. So you um, you started writing letters to family and friends in the midst of uh, the uh, the outbreak of corona around the world. Uh, I know that uh, from what I've read, you are a lecturer, you're a teacher, you've uh, founded um, programs for uh for women's Torah study. Uh, so you're a, a natural when it comes to disseminating information and sharing your thoughts with people. Uh, but did anything in particular prompt you to start letter writing as opposed to any other venue? Well, what's interesting is actually this very first letter was written, the anniversary will be in one week. Yeah. I actually wrote the first piece uh, one week after Purim, when it really hit home, when all of a sudden everything was different. And the thing is, and I write this in the introduction to my book, that I never wrote. I never considered myself a writer. I am indeed a teacher, a speaker, a lecturer. But I never wrote on any in any long way. But when the pandemic began, um, other venues were closed. There were no. I couldn't teach in a school. I was hard, hardly going out of the house. And so I fell onto writing, surprisingly, and the words began to flow. I decided I was in a very strange place, because we all were, and I decided that I would call it Planet Corona. And as you said, I wrote my first piece as a letter from Planet Corona and sent it out to families and friends on email, and then they just kept coming. Wow. And you received, I'm sure, a lot of great feedback from people who were happy to hear from you, happy to know that you're okay, and also to uh, have those insights that you've given shared with them. What type of feedback have you received over the, um, over the year that really indicates the effect that your letters have had on people? Well, right from the beginning, I, I felt that I had touched a chord because, after all, this was not about me. This was about us. 
There was nobody, not only not in Israel, but not even on the globe, who wasn't being affected by this pandemic. And a lot of people started saying to me in the very first letter I wrote, I'm not a writer because that's what I really believed. And little by little, A, I got people saying, well, guess what? You actually are a writer. But beyond that, I found that people really related to the kinds of things I was writing about. And some of the most wonderful feedback I've gotten all along, and in fact, though I finished the book after 70 letters, and that happened right after Sukkot, I'm continuing to write. I have uh, actually a website, www.lettersfromplanetcorona.com, where I've been writing. I've written about 25 pieces since, and I'm still getting the feedback of that people find it cathartic. They find that I'm expressing some of the feelings and ideas that they have. Some of them find it very supportive. People have said that I've helped them get through a day, a weekend, uh, a, uh, a bout of COVID, and that's been the best for me, to know that I'm connecting to people and they are therefore connecting to me also. Right, exactly. Chaya Passa is with us, the uh, author of Letters from Planet Corona, produced by City of Gold Press, available on Amazon and I'm sure many other uh, different uh, uh, different sites. Uh, you mentioned about people uh, reacting and how they, they are. I wanted to ask you that it, it seems that in some ways, positive ways, people have become more in tune with their feelings and emotions and relationships with others, even though they've been separated from some others. It's like they have to look into themselves and see what they're all about, and yet at the same time keep themselves from becoming depressed about it. Uh, One of the things I I like in your book, among many things, is your sense of humor, your wit, the way you teach, probably helps those people very much in getting in tune with their feelings. Well, the truth is, it helps me. <laughs> somebody, <laughs> okay. somebody once said that they had written the book that they need to read. Right. And I have, I have most definitely done that. In fact, sometimes when I'm feeling a bit low, and we all feel low sometimes during this past year, my husband will say, go back and read your book. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And it's true, because we all need this kind of support. And I'm glad you mentioned the humor, uh, the wit, thank you very much, because I think people feel like, oh, I don't want to read about Corona, I'm living it. <laughs> right. But there's a lot of humor in the book. There's a lot of support. There's a lot of ideas. Uh, there's fantasy in it. Um, I've created things in this planet called Planet Corona, and I think that it can be a read that can be very pleasant. I, I love what Rabbi Yitzchak Breidowitz wrote. A, he wrote a longer letter inside the book, but on the front cover it says, Chaya Paso's optimism and resilience are truly contagious. And this type of contagion can only be positive. Right. Great, great line. When I hear... What? Great line. It is. Thank you. And I appreciate it because I hope so. I hope that we can. You talk about reaching out to people. It's what I do and it's what I like to do. I really consider myself more not an author but a teacher who writes. I love teaching. I still am doing it. And... Um, 
since writing now has become a new way for me, a really a new way for me to communicate. I'm enjoying that, too. I still love speaking in front of people. I love giving a class live or on Zoom. But I'm finding that the reading also is cathartic for me, also, for, cathartic for me, and it's allowed me to tap into things inside me that, frankly, I didn't really know was there. I, that's been something that people have shared with me. New talents, ideas, uh, occupations that they never really got into or never did in the way that they've started doing it this year. So there has been, with all of the somewhat difficult things, also opportunities for growth and, um, and new things and new experiences. Right, exactly. And that's very important because, as you said, this, this book, in a way, uh, you alluded to, this book, in a way, can be read by people not just uh, uh, afflicted by corona or even whether they themselves had it or just the whole thing that's going on in the world uh, and, and the sense of loneliness it can bring, but to other people who uh, have experienced these, as I said, the sense of loneliness for various reasons, uh, whether it's medical issues, whether it's home life or whatever, this can be a very, very helpful book, <laughs> almost like you know a self-help book uh, for, for anybody in that situation. And uh, I, I imagine it, it has been uh, because people are realizing they're in, they're in a situation that, of course, the world has never seen before, but individuals have. Right. That's very, very true. I mean, as I said, some of the feedback that I love the most is when people said, you said something that helped me get through the day, or you said the thing that I really needed to hear, and you're right. In fact, one of the things, I've been doing a few Zoom book launches, and uh, one of the things I did was set up nine coping strategies Mm. that I think that the book talks about, and that I think you're 100% right, help you cope with anything that can be difficult and challenging. Life isn't easy, and life is challenging, not just this year, but always. And how we cope is what really, really matters and how we can grow from it. Right, exactly. And uh, as a follow to that, people are realizing that they do miss certain things. They do miss people. They miss the contact. They miss the usual routine, and yet we're forced to change our habits and to deal with that. Uh, how do you best suggest to people that they that they look at those things, and if they're missing something or missing people, how do they uh, deal with that? How should they deal with that? Well, one of the things is to be creative and to find if you can't do A, Maybe do A plus or A minus. For instance, not being able to see people as much, although things are opening up. I've had both my vaccinations already, and therefore I'm, I'm a little bit freer than I was before. But Zoom is working out beautifully. I'm Zooming with people who live in Paris. I am Zooming with friends in the United States, people that I wouldn't be seeing if it weren't for this. So when one door closes, you really can find another door. But by not getting depressed, by not giving up, by being creative, and often it helps to talk to other people and find out what they're doing. In fact, again, as I said, I've done a few programs uh, about the book, and uh, and sometimes it's been with other people who've given their ideas of what they've done, how they've coped. It's it's good to hear from other people. Right, exactly. And it's interesting you mentioned about Zoom, and we could have an entire 
entire <laughs> show dedicated to the use of technology in certain segments of the Jewish community and worldwide community. But, you know, when you think about it, uh, for many people in many segments of the community, if it weren't for technology during this time, I think people would be uh, a lot worse off, tremendous worse off. And I think one of the takeaways uh, after this is that, you know, it's it's very easy to keep in touch in with people. Yes, you want to get together and you want to have that face-to-face and you want to get the families together and things like that. But, you know, if that doesn't always happen, even after Corona, you know that you can you can pick up a phone, you can do a Zoom, you can see people. And, uh, you know, that's, that's something that's going to be dealt with uh, in, in the future. Or even, especially Torah study. I mean, how much more Torah study has there been uh, because of this? Maybe not in the same way we've been doing it, but a lot of people... Right who never had that opportunity or never took the time are using that technology. So, Correct. you know, it's, it's, it's great for that. Um, Absolutely. Do you think in a certain way for people who are able to cope with it, that Corona may have give, may give people a more positive outlook on life. And I don't mean because of the illness or anything like that, but because of everything that we've just discussed and you talk about in your book, there's so many things that we can be positive about. It gives a different approach to the future. I think you're 100% right. And I will tell you that one thing, I, I, there's a, a teacher, her name is Shani Tarragon, and she spoke uh, this week. And one thing she said is she doesn't want to hear, and I really feel the same way very much so, she doesn't want to hear about people saying, can we just get back to normal? <laughs> I don't want to get back to anything, and that's what she said. Let's go forward. God gave us a year of challenge, but I think that we are supposed to grow from it. We should be better at the end than we were at the beginning. We should know more about ourselves, about our world, about what's important. Um, In my book, I often talk about the time out that we've gotten this year. And it seems to me that for a timeout to be worthwhile, you need to do thinking while you're in that timeout and wonder about and have a chance to evaluate what you've done till now, what you're doing to now, how you can do better in the future. I really look forward. I really hope. I'm a, I am an optimistic person, and I'm glad that Rabbi Breiderwitz pointed that out. I'd like to think that many, many of us will find that we've grown in this year, we've learned a lot, and that we really will emerge in a better place. And all I could say is, may it be soon. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You mentioned a lot of different things. If you if you took in, in the book, if you take a look at the, what I do when I prepare, I, I have post-it notes on like 30 different pages in your book to, to remind myself of things that I've, I've read. We're not going to be able to touch upon all of them, but um, just a couple. Uh, you mentioned something very interesting, and um, I, I don't remember exactly. It's on page 12. I think you talk about Hashem as uh, Hamakom, one of the names of, of God. And uh, it, it's quite interesting because when you think about the fact that we can't travel all over the place, we can't go where we want right now, uh, but yet Hashem is everywhere. God is all over the place. So if we're alone in a house, if there's nobody else around and we can't see anybody else or can't be with anybody else, God is there. And, and for many people, that is a very comforting thought and something to think about. And you uh, hone in on that to to make people realize 
uh, or make people come to realize that nothing is coincidental. Everything happens for a purpose. We can't always understand the purpose. And like you said before, getting back to normal may not be something that you want to do 100%, but you know, we are cognizant of the fact that there are millions of people out of work and, and, and who are you know, suffering terribly right now. So they would love right. to get back to some normalcy. I understand that. Right. Um, but, but that concept of what you said is, is, you know, it's amazing. It's something we take for granted but shouldn't now. God is everywhere. That's right. And last year, of course, one of the first experiences that we had that my husband and I had, and it was unique, was we had a Seder with just the two of us. And as I write, <laughs> I, I've never been at a Seder of just two people, because when I was born, there were my parents. Right. <laughs> so I had never been at a two-person Seder. And we were wondering what we'll be like. No children, no grandchildren particularly. Right. It was wonderful. <laughs> yeah. we, we, we went to 1.30 in the morning. We had so much to say to one another. It was a revelation. You right. know, um, as an author, and as I told you, I'm not so comfortable with that title. I'd love to quote another author who I don't even compare myself to, and that is to Rabbi Jonathan Sachs, who mm-hmm. was a terrible, terrible loss to the Jewish world. Yes. And there's a beautiful quote in one of his books where he says that he always has believed one of his major beliefs is in Hashkacha Pratit, or Hashkacha Pratis, depends on who you're talking to. Right. <laughs> and he said that when something is sent his way by heaven, by Hashem, the question is, what am I supposed to do with this? Not even why did it happen. What am I supposed to do with this? How do I turn everything into a bracha? Mm-hmm. And that's the way I feel about this. If we don't, uh, I, I, there's a, a joke in it. I don't know how many people know Calvin and Hobbes. He's an obnoxious six-year-old in a cartoon. And uh, one of his quotes is, you can make me go to school, but you can't make me learn anything. Right. We have been in, I call it Corona University for the last year. It's an experience and education that's cost probably trillions of dollars, unfortunately has cost lives, health, and many other things. Wouldn't it be a tragedy if we didn't learn anything from it, if we didn't grow from it, if we didn't get better because of it? I hope we do. I really believe we will, and I hope we do. Absolutely. Um, Final question for you. Uh, What would you like to see stay the same after Corona, and what should be different? One or two specific things that, that you would love to see happen. Look, we are all in this together, and we all know that the second Bayit, um, the, 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 the Bayit Cheney was destroyed for Sinabchinam, for the fact that we don't get together as Jews and even as other members of the human race. I would really... I think that all of us have experienced a certain universality this year, that we're all going through the same things. People, you know, they say the hospitals are the great equalizing Mm -hmm. place. Mm -hmm. You know, especially in Israel, you have Arabs, you have Jews, you have non-Jews, you have people working there of all different kinds. But if you're sick, you're sick. We've all experienced the same thing. I would hope that we would be able to understand that we are all human beings. And in Israel and in in Brooklyn and whatever, we are also all Jews. And we should be able to get back together and stay together, recognizing that we've experienced something similar this year, many of us in similar ways. As far as I'm concerned, if that message could be learned 
by many people, it would be the best thing. And what I'd like to see the same, well, first of all, for me, the world of writing has opened up, and I'm very excited mm. about it, and I'm thrilled that I can continue. Yes. But I think everybody should see, what did I see this year? Everybody's a different person. What did I see this year? What did I learn this year that is of value? What do I want to take with me? I can't say what you should take with you, but I think each person can look back and say, what do I want to take with me? Is it speaking to my friend in France, which I never did before, but we had a great time? Whatever it is, value it and also recognize what's important. I think a lot of us have realized this year that a lot of what we thought was so important, the huge wedding right. and the spending <laughs> and going out to dinner all the time, yes. may be of less importance than a few minutes with a grandchild or a good friend on the phone or in person. And I think hopefully we may have learned to reevaluate some of our, our ideas. Certainly a wake-up call. Great words. And uh, Before we end, I want to thank, as I always do, Stuart Schnee, who's a publicist. He can be reached at stuartschnee.com. And uh, he put this together. I know you thank him in the, uh, in the book. And, I certainly uh, do. I want to thank him for uh, always getting us excellent people to... Uh, join us on the air. Uh, and Kaya Paso, I'll tell you, I, I understand, you know, as a teacher, my wife is a teacher, so I know what she goes through preparing for lessons, as I'm sure you do. And uh, you, you have to write those things and gather your thoughts and able to share them. So I think it's a, quite natural that you were able to go from that part of your abilities into putting the uh, the letters on paper and writing, because you've done an excellent job, and I hope that you continue and and produce more works. This is really, really excellent. Uh, Thank you so much. And I, I must say, the person most surprised with this book is me. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. Yes, thank you. I'm and sure. remind everybody, it's available on Amazon. And thank yes. you so much for the interview. Sure, absolutely. Letters from Planet Corona dot com is the website to see your continued writings and to be right. in touch with you and uh can you order the book from the website also you could but okay. in, especially outside of israel the, the easiest way is to get it um through amazon excellent excellent Chaya Paso again thank you so much continued good health and uh, hopefully we'll come out on the other side of this uh, the better for it amen thank you so much you are well. and Purim again thank you Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 8.38 in the morning here on JM Sunday. My thanks to Chaya Passau. The book is Letters from Planet Corona, and uh, it is a great read, and I suggest that everybody get it in time for Pesach, because uh, you'll have plenty of time to uh, to read something like this over the course of the holiday. It is, uh, it is 8.38 in the morning. Uh Listener Yaakov on the app had requested Pesach Blues, which we actually had up and ready to go even before he he uh, he requested it. So we're able to play this. Next is by Journeys, volume number three. And uh, thank you again, all of you, for listening. We have about 20 minutes left to the show. Here is Pesach Blues by Journeys on JM Sunday. But I just happen to be a woman 
about those tiny crumbs I got the here comes pace of blues I got the here comes pace of blues I'll have to vacuum out each and every pocket I use a flashlight to check down the drain Toothpicks are great for cleaning sockets My cleaning lady thinks I'm insane And when I'm finally done with all the bedrooms And lay down for a five-minute break My three-year-old just home from school will run through the house Chewing on some chocolate cake I got the here comes Pesach blues A Jewish woman's gotta pay her dues I'd like to lay down my mop The home whack I got the here comes pace of blues Here comes pace of
Shimchu Besoichemina Berichim Ahatem Lahashem Noidele Shimchu Besoichemina Berichim Ahatem Lahashem Noidele Shimchu
Barech from Pardes. Before that, we heard Pimenta, and before that, we heard Pesach Blues, requested by listener Yaakov on the app. Thanks, everyone, for joining me this morning, for being here. Thanks to uh, Chaya Passau, author of the book Letters from Planet Corona. And uh, go ahead, get that book. It's available on Amazon, and it's a great um, it's a great book to have. Very very entertaining, even during this uh, very difficult time. So thank you so much for uh, authoring that book and uh, for joining us here on the air to talk about it this morning. Great programming continues all day long here on the network. Nachum will be back tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Eastern Time, bright and early with J.M. and the A.M., followed by The Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten, and more great programming. Thanks again, everyone. Have a great day. Great week, great Shabbos. We'll see you next week right here on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network. You've been listening to Matis Weingast and JM Sunday on NahumSiegel.com right here at the Nahum Siegel Network.